welcome to the Battle for the Iron Throne Bannercast with your hosts, Matt, MJ, and Street Rat Donnie. And welcome back to the Bannercast. I am your host, as always, Matt, joined with my compatriots, Mike and Brian. I'm Tell back. Us. He's back. It's about time. It's one week. I missed one week. First one I missed, other than the vaunted Matt and foreign guy podcast it's the only other one i think i've ever missed it's unfortunate that that first one we did just didn't actually record and we yeah. had to redo it at something yeah. like twelve thirty. yeah well you know things happen that's okay we're here today it's a new year week three of the new year week three is upon us we're living with bears we got a giant bear panning in the background yep it's a real game of thronesy in here it's week three we're all undefeated so oh, it feels, feels good. Feels, feels good. I feel like that's two years in a row. One honest. of us. I think that's two years in a row, to be honest. What if we tie? Well, when we tie. Like With the, the decimal the, system, too. We're like With the Packers the and the Vikings. Yeah. Foster and uh, Foster and Prokash came damn close. Yes, yeah, they, they actually uh, both finished without a decimal score. Yeah. So Except for Foster. Yeah. He's the doctor. Bad baby. Bad baby. He's Dr. Spank now. So. He spanked it. He's bringing the shouting that he is exhibiting in the text. He's bringing some flavor to the league, and I'm totally supporting it. It's a whole side of him I've never seen before. We screw the message board. We got the group chat going on fire, so we'll keep that. I've been waiting for Todd's subtle uh, drops on the the smack board. I don't think he's included. I don't. Oh, and the smack board. Smack board. Oh yeah, those are always great. Jabs or whatever. He'll he'll do it. But what is he? Is he zero and two? Or is he one one? No, he's one and one. Big W this week. Let's dive right into that matchup, shall we? You want to go? Todd and Krenz? I want to go with Todd and Krenz because that game, at first, when that first game started, I thought it was going to be a little dicey for the old old yeller. I thought we were going to have to put him behind the barn there and just blast him off. When he just all he had was Brandon Marshall because the Seahawks, they look like shit. Yes, they do. Yeah, but that's like the only guy you can throw to. One of. Him and Lockett. I, mean, well, I don't even know who the yeah. third receiver is. Uh, that that weird tight end It's uh, Disley. Will yeah, Disley. Who's the actual third wide receiver? Jerron Brown. Right. So that yeah, guy. Exactly. So <laughs> he's still a thing. Friends only being up by three at that point, I figured Todd would get a couple catches and probably would win. So that's just too bad for David. But uh, just a uh, tough beat. Demarius Thomas just isn't really good at football anymore. No. It's, t- it's a tough play. I think he might be dead. Yeah, I think just... I think it's time. Like, he drops a lot of ball. He's like Amari Cooper, but a little bit older. A lot bit older. Not a lot. Probably like four years. Seven years. I think he's like 31. You think Demarius Thomas is 31 years old? I gotta look that up. I think he is right around that age. I think he's age. 31. I feel like Seriously, I'm gonna I think he's be been right. in the league for like a year. No, I know it's longer with Tebow, man. Good God, we're old. He's got to be at 30, I think, on the nuts. He's 31. I'll look it up. I'm calling it. He's 31 years old. I bet he's 29. No way. 31. Get ready for it. Well, I bet he's 30 and he'll be 31 this year. He's 30 and he'll be 31 this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. See, he old, man. God damn. Simmons old. is old. He's he old. old. He's a year older. He was born in 87. He's, he's, like, old. he's like Steve. He's like he's Steve. Old. He's old. He's an old man. Getting grimy. Got weird hairs coming out of places you don't want hair coming out of. All right. So, back to the matchup <laughs> in general. Uh, Todd won 100 and... 100. 100 to 97.8. <laughs> Cliffhanger. I was scrolling up. I was looking there. And then, uh, man, David's team is weirdly, he's got some bench action for once. Yeah. Sort of. Krenz's? Krenz's not. The fact that he has actual options yeah. when he's when he's drafting 
And dude, I mean, why didn't you play the diss? The diss over the Watts. Watts ain't doing shit. Why don't you play Aguilar, man? Yeah, yeah that, that I, I'm fine with. But I, I don't know why you didn't play Dissily over Watson, because Watson clearly is not a part of the passing game for the Saints. Dude. I mean, they had, he threw it, Breeze threw it everywhere week one, and Watson had like two catches. It's been two weeks now that he's rolled out Ben Watson, and he's got nothing. Play Disley. He's the only guy that Russell's going to throw Disley, to. So baby. You play him, you win. Yep. Classic David, 0-2. Yep. I, I'd like to know how many years in a row he started 0-2. It's, it's got to be a lot. It's got to be at least like three. I don't feel like he ever wins very early. If he does, it's got to be like... He's kind of a come-on-late kind of guy. Yeah. I got to know where all of a sudden he starts causing problems for people when everyone else's teams start to get a little decimated or they're on a bye week. I, I feel like, was it... Was he in the bubble and the running for the playoffs last year? Because other than that, he's had one decent year in the last, like, six years. Yeah, he wasn't on the bubble. He thought he was on the bubble, though, because every time he talked to me, he's like, I'm coming, I'm going to make the playoffs. And it's like, dude, you were eliminated. Like, six he was like, oh, that's right, he was like 4 and like 9. He was like 5 and yeah. 11 yeah. for, like, the whole year. No bueno. Something like that. No bueno. So, so it's been, yeah, like, five, six years now that David's just kind of been out of the mix. Yeah. I mean, this this is kind of, you know, with how the games have been going. Kind he was 4-9 and nine last year. This was kind of a dusty matchup, you know? It was. It was kind of dusty. And it was very dusty. I projected know, a lot higher he started with one and one last the talent year. that each roster Actually, holds, last year but... at this time, he beat Todd by 60 points, 50 points. I mean, Ben Watson and Eldrick Rosas for the New York Giants, like, kicking? like. I actually had to look up who that was when I saw the waiver that he made. I was like, who the fuck is Rosas? Friends oh, Doug Geep. You know, he likes his kickers. He dug deep on the kicker. and You know, away we go. Todd, Todd, you know. One and one, Krenz. All too familiar, 0 and 2. Even though he was 1 and 1 last year, so I was off. But he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, you know, we're he doesn't listen the, anyway. Uh, yeah, because so really the all too familiar, 0 and 2. He doesn't listen anyway, so it's not a big deal. Yep. Alrighty. Next matchup Steve and Cass. Ooh, I don't believe there was a yes man on this. It's a good thing for Steve, because. Now this is back-to-back weeks. This is when it starts to become a trend for his team. It's not a mirage. It's looking like a trend, and Steve is struggling out of the shoot here. This could be where well, finally he got his uh, frat boy Matt back a little bit this week. He got up to twenty-four, so that's that's good to see that he can at least get some points again. Not throw five picks in a game. Seventy-three. But falling for the Isaiah Crowell trap. I mean, learn from MJ last year. Don't play him ever. He sucks. And obviously, Devontae Freeman going out and Edelman still being suspended kind of blows, but I don't like either of them anyways. Well, then you got Fitz in that horrendous Arizona. Antonio Brown's just having tantrums. And Derrick Henry's just can't pull the trigger and become a man, which doesn't make sense because he's gigantic. Yeah, this is better. Well, yeah. it's the first game he hasn't gotten, it's was like, if he gets 15 carries, he always has solid production. This is the first game in his career where he's gotten 15 plus carries, and he didn't do it. There's a lot of question marks and outs and suspendeds on this roster. He's looking like Cass's team. Yes, one hundred and ten. Literally last week, because Ingram was suspended and Aaron Jones is suspended, and Cass's team is just completely telling Matt to fuck off. Yeah, puts him at eleven to start. Says he's barely gonna make the playoffs. Hates his team, and the guys is killing it now. It's great. Hey, I give Matt props. <laughs> uh, the, the boom bust of Hill and Cooks. I. I thought it would be an up and down kind of a roller coaster ride, and so far they've been consistent. They've been good. You, you can't fault them. That Melvin Gordon, he's he's just a beast, man. He's been great. Redraft now, he'd probably go top three. I fully mm, five probably. 
I think I wouldn't take it. You know what the problem is here? Ripley probably would have though. Steve's team pick. It's John Gurd. It's a cartoon pick of John Gurd, and John Gurd's also a one too. Yeah, you should probably flip that. Gotta flip it at this point, right? You know, terrible coach. Now you got a terrible manager. This is back-to-back 70-point weeks. I'd like to know who he's trying to trade with. Because I know he's been throwing off, or he has to. Knowing Steve, he's got to throw a couple out. He Um, has a couple of pieces that he could move, but... uh, He'll make some sort of season-saving trade, as always. It's going to have to be big, and it's going to have to be a two-for-one kind of a thing, because he's got some voids to fill. I mean, between him and Jeff, I can't wait to get to talk about their matchup, because it is just... Musty McMusterson versus Musty oh, no, Tom. We have two dumpster fires of the week. Oh, I know. This one is like a super dumpster. Truth. Oh, I love it. I love it. The super dumpster. But the Cap- double-decker dumpster. Oh, it's not good. The double-wide dumpster. Exactly. But, so, yeah. uh, Cass taking it home. 127.9 to 73.3. Yeah, 128, basically, with the zero burger from the tight end, too. So Cass didn't look at any rankings. He came in for the first four rounds and was like, I'm drafting my guys. Same guys. <laughs> I'm drafting my guys, and it's worked out for him. So, you know, applaud. Nicely played. I like it. He's got that blue chip Mark Ingram sitting on the bench, too. Yep. Moves to 2-0, and Cass, or I mean Steve, 0-2. This is just like tough start. foreign territory to Steve, I feel like. He had a bad draft. I'm I'm just going to lay it out there. That's not a good draft. I wouldn't say it was bad. Antonio Brown hasn't done anything bad. Which is dicey. He's about to this week. You would think. I mean, he's just... There's this, the Larry Fitz thing is tough. That's a tough look for, for our guy here. It's not good. Yeah, it's not. The Minnesota man. I mean... He's going down. Yeah, it's over. It's tough. Tough call. Well, we digress. We digress. Next matchup. Uh, Jeff and myself. Ooh. It was close. Don't need to talk too much about this trash. It was close. Hey, hey, hey. Be nice to Jeff now. I mean, the guy <laughs> drafted Landry and Gordon back-to-back. Which Gordon may now surprise. Or he may be out of the league next Wednesday. thousand percent. <laughs> there is a <laughs> massive wide range of outcomes here. Oh, there's there so is, many outcomes. There is Randy Moss 2007? Well, come on. No, dude, there's a chance He's that... He's got like 25 touchdowns that year. That's a legit... And it still could happen. Oh, of course. Because why wouldn't he? <laughs> exactly. That's He's what of course going to get three touchdowns a game for That's the rest of the season. what I'm Let's fucking go. saying. Well, no, what I mean is just like he could be very good, like a, a every week starter top 12, or like you said, he is out of the league. <laughs> I would agree with that. But when was the last time you saw Tom Brady throw a good deep ball? Tom Brady threw uh, It's going to be week three of 2018. Like an actual, like, nah, deep ball that you were like, Gronk, man. That was, was, he, was he tossing up bombs to Cooks and all? Yeah. Rarely. He's fine. He's looking old when he chucks it deep. It's like, eh. I don't think so. He's he, can dip, he can dip and dunk, but that's not really Josh Gordon, so. I'm intrigued. Takes out all of his stamina to throw that deep ball. I mean, ball. of course the Pats are trade for him, so we'll have to wait and find out, but it's a tough look for, uh, for Jeff right now, because he doesn't really have a lot of boom or bust. I mean, Will Fuller... Kind of did Will Fuller things again, but the guy's already got another question mark on him. I mean, he's hurt all the time. God, that's that's the thing about him. Like, I love he, him. He at least I had got him last ca- year. God, traded him to you. He at least got catches, though. Last year, he was getting like three catches for 150. Yeah. Eight for a Hondo. Now he got eight. He was getting like two catches for two touchdowns, yeah, exactly. three catches for three touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, totally. Like, at least this time, he's getting some like catches. It looks so good. It seems a little. But the hammy. Sorry, oh, God, sorry, 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 s
Treble kind of touched on last week, so I don't know what yeah, the big deal is. Fucked it up. Never mind. We're not getting into it. Anyway, but yeah, you know, Jeff, maybe, maybe better days are ahead. Maybe. maybe better days are ahead. He's got to fill that RB2 slot. Cam Newton's McCoy is just garbage. So yeah. I mean, Cam was real shitty last year for some stretches. So, But he's looked a lot better this year compared to last year. So, Absolutely. That should be all right going forward. But yeah. he's a, this is a big week because he's on a bye week four. Yep. So Do we really starts 0-3. I mean, yikes. Yeah. We're not going to talk about your team. There's, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, there's okay. nothing really to chat about. No one cares to hear it. Um, you won one twenty-eight ninety. Exactly, that's what I mean. No one cares to hear it. Like you, you know had Todd Gurley go for thirty points. And he didn't even play the second half. I mean, what else is there to talk yeah, about? Exactly, yeah. it's great. Three touchdowns from Todd. Three touchdowns from AJ. And the AJ, AJ Green thing. I mean, it's enough with this shit. Every <laughs> Thursday night you have a game. Last year, I mean, what do you have? Oh, Hyde and Gurley last year. Oh, that was the. Were they best. each had like three touchdowns? You had like seventy points on a fucking Thursday. That never happened. You are a Thursday night special. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Hello, Quincy. It's. Oh, boy. Are you playing, are you playing him? that oh, yeah. guy? Good lord. Oh, I love it. Can't wait. Ready for a ball. Oh my god. <laughs> Quincy on Yewu is who he's playing. Good lord. All right. Quincy and <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. All right. MJ Which matchup? versus Brady. Ooh, this was a good one. This was good. Was it? No. no. <laughs> I didn't think so. You did pick him to cover the spread. I lost that. I lost How it. much do you like doing that last week? It was great. Uh, We're going to do it this week, too. It's uh, a little flavor. You know, a little okay. razzle-dazzle. I just love that everyone's probably listening to me like, I don't fucking care. I'm not betting on fantasy. They should. <laughs> this guy's a real degenerate now. They should. I am a degenerate. You know, 452, three touchdowns, 39 burger from Big Ben. As long as he's at home. If he's at home, start him. Yep. yep. He'll he'll put up 19 this week in, Who's your backup? Uh, in Tampa. I don't have one. Oh, oh you don't have Dalton anymore? No, no. Or Jimmy G, you drop him too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A little rental. A little razzle. Rental, rental to fill the bench spot? I mean, you just, you just have to pick guys. I mean, you already have 16 acquisitions. Six, yeah. 16? 16. Yeah. What were you at last year, like 75? I mean, it was a lot. I'm sure we can look. We'll get there. What was the trade there. number you were at? Most last week? acquisitions in a single season, 84. That was last year then. 2016. I gotta. I haven't updated to see if there's any changes, but as of right now, record books, 84 acquisitions. How many trades are you guys talking about last week that you wouldn't be the over under? Because you've already made two this week. I think it was <laughs> most most <laughs> trades is 15 in the season. I think you yeah. said over under 10, and you're like, oh, there's no way I'm going over. I don't think I will because literally, like, there's not a whole lot to trade for, and unless there's some something catastrophic, sure probably will be. There's there's nothing to really trade for because doesn't have to be catastrophic for his team. Yeah. Someone else that is like dire straits, willing to well, no, what mortgage I'm the house. Is, yeah, that like he could lose someone for like three weeks and he'll make a trade. Yeah, it doesn't have to be catastrophic for him. No, I know. I just really don't think that a lot of people are willing to really move people around with you. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I only can. He's the only one that's making trades. Yeah, I, I only make I only make fair trades, you know, and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I see the other dust that people are offering, and it's like, this is why there's no trades in this league. I have there's offered, no dialogue. There's no dialogue. No I have not to talk. About I haven't offered one trade to anyone. You offered me one, and that was it. And that was pretty cut and dry. Well, I was in and out. I've had two trades, yeah. and they both been told you day. you needed it. I told you you needed it. <laughs> I wanted it because I didn't like Sammy Watkins. I didn't I know, know I drafted the guy. Oh, yeah, I hated him. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to start um, him this week. He's going to go for 200. Squirrel again. So Brady's team, though, I mean, it's decent. Jordan Reed's healthy. Didn't do much this week, but that's at least somewhat 
looking good so far. If he stays healthy, that should be all right. The shining light on Brady's team right now, that Texans D, I mean, could well, be starting for anybody's I mean, team right now. three points against Tennessee. What a fucking barn burner. Please offer me more trades with them in it. You need a D. Oh, my God. And uh, I could see him going off one of these weeks, though. I mean, he's got the guys that can definitely do some things. Kareem Hunt, it looks like KC's spreading around a lot, though. He's definitely. So I mean, it's just gonna. He'll probably have a week where he's gonna get some touchdowns, but until he gets into the end zone, you really don't know. He's not that elite running back that they were necessarily projecting. No, but the offense is looking like it's gonna be pretty goddamn solid. So I feel like at some point they'll get a couple PIs down to the one. He'll run a couple TDs in and shit. Amari was looking good, ten targets. Keenan Allen's he's always gonna be good. He just kind of had a down week on a team that you knew they weren't gonna pass the ball. Heavily by any means, so. For him, he's just got to kind of hope for um, a quarterback to go down. Well, he's got three of them now. I think I didn't call that, that he was going to pick up Fitzpatrick. Of all people, it would have been. Fitzpatrick? Pretty sure it was Brady. So now he has Luck, Fitzpatrick, and Deshaun Watson. Jesus. Wow. All right. That's just just going to piss you off. (laughs) Yeah, he really did pick him up. That is absolutely great. What a fucking dolt. Did we talk about on the phone then? What a fucking dolt. I'm not sure. Because I, to- I was, yeah, I was joking about him. He would be the one to pick up Fitzpatrick or put a bid in for him. That's fucking great. I love it. He's getting worse and worse at fantasy football by the week. <laughs> I'm not saying Fitzpatrick can't go off, but why do you have three quarterbacks? No idea. Anyway, outside of this matchup, we are done with it. 134 oh. to 106. Yep. MJ wins. Brady's 0-2. It was a good one. Next matchup. Brian versus Ripley. Ooh, yeah. There's not much to talk. I mean, he literally doubled this point total. Brian put up 163. That's great. New Hawks record. Seriously, dude. Um, how do you feel? Like, two weeks into the year, highest scoring team. You're averaging 150 points. I mean... I feel like I'm winning the title, but it's so goddamn early. I wish it was the end of the year right now. Because yeah. he'll probably fall off at some point. He's just on fire. Because Mahomes definitely isn't going to be throwing six touchdowns a game. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, pretty fucking good. And... My running back, or Kamara, didn't really do much. So that was nice that everyone else went crazy. <clears throat> and Kelsey showing up again. That was nice to see. Finally, I mean, right? I figured he would, but it yeah, was still... You had nothing uh, to worry about there. Still nice to see it out of him. And then other than that... Kevin Coleman was a nice find for you for the, that early trade. Although Sammy looked uh, just as good. But yeah, with Devonta being out for a couple weeks, that's a yeah, I'm hoping that nice little flex spot. A little longer of the year, which probably will, because that guy's hurt a lot. But who... Tevin Coleman. Devontae. Oh, Devontae, yeah. yeah. So if he can stay out, that'll be great. Mike or... Thomas. Love him. Yeah, he's been solid. Yeah, that catch, man. Catching 12 balls of 13 targets. Not sustainable, but amazing. It's 16 receptions in week one. Yeah. So it's been pretty goddamn great. <laughs> we start to call it a trend for two weeks. It's, it's the beginning. Well, the problem is, is that he's got Breeze, and they don't really have anyone else. They have Ginn, who can't really catch. Yeah. And then Kamara. It's like, which is great. People start doubling up on him. But when Ingram comes back, they'll probably run a little bit more. So that'll maybe slow it down a little bit. But I think that just means Kamara's going to be kicking out for like a slot wide receiver type even, of a role. Which is even better. But, but hey, yeah. you, don't need, you don't need Kamara to run. I mean, no. 13 carries is a lot for Shit, how many catches did he have week one? 12? Yeah. And then Ripley on the other side, I mean, why did you pick up Tyrod? Why didn't you pick up Fitz last week? Valid point. No idea. Or there had to be like someone better than Tyrod to pick up. Yeah. Well, you know, Garoppolo big... was there. I mean, there's. Why didn't you play Treadwell in your flex? Or that? I mean, 
Light safe. The guy's... Barber's dead. Yeah, you can drop him. Yep. Dead. And Treadwell, too. He might have dropped him anyways, but... Yep. I mean, Kittle still... He looked like he was getting a lot of throws, but... He really Kittle didn't. will be fine. Only four targets that one. It, it was a weird game. Yeah, they ran a lot. I, I mean, if it wasn't for the, this game the barn burn that the Vikings and Pack kind of turned into in the second half, where they were kind of chucking at both teams everywhere, that Thielen and Adams kept getting points like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, kind of brought him back, and that's... When you really couldn't expect much out of David Johnson against the Rams. No, and, and that offense going is forward. looking worse and worse, so I mean, yeah, I, mean I, would, I would probably try and package that. And throw somebody, maybe package him and Thielen and try and get something. That's the main target right there, man. Is I would say definitely, especially because you got Alshon coming back here in a couple weeks, and that could easily fill your wide receiver two flex role. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still got a solid team. <clears throat> a couple wide receivers and some other options, but the running back position is looking a little... It's thin. Real thin right now. That Latavius Murray pick is looking real shoddy here over and over. I'd say uh, it's looking better and better the way. There isn't much on the wire either. Delvin's right going to be uh, nursed back here, so it's going to be tough. But he's got options, I would say, to try and make some deals. But uh, and the Rogers thing being somewhat hurt, I mean he should be fine. But that yeah. kind of sucks. That's somewhat deal with because if he has to well, leave randomly in like the second quarter, that's going to suck. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a prolonged injury yeah, and issue not, from the be, sounds of it. He'll be hurt all year. As far as it, unless he sits up for a couple weeks, which is Rogers possible. I mean, they play the Bills. I think the week after, why not just? As a Packers fan, would you rather them sit him now for two, three weeks, or let him try and if he can play, fight he can play, But I would say, like when we play the Bills, sit him, and then if we need him, just let him come in in like the second half. I mean, hey, you know, I don't see why we not. just need you for one drive. Yeah, I mean, it's the fucking Bills. <laughs> if we can't beat the Bills without him, we have other issues. So. Absolutely. I would I would just use that as like a second bye week because we have bye week seven. I think we play them four or five. Perfect. And that I think would help them. But yeah, so that'll be a little dicey. But yeah, I shellacked him. Yes, he did. And it felt good to yell at him over Fortnite too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, takes it on one sixty three to eighty eight. And the last matchup, Procash versus Taylor. Doctor Spank City. I mean, he's he's the lifeblood of the league right now. He is. Uh, I am so proud of him. I'm pretty proud. He came back with a vengeance and somehow won this game. Actually, it was pretty tight throughout, but the 34-burger out of Kirk Cousins is definitely a nice bonus. Oh, literally, uh, that's what won him the game right there. I mean, Procash making the trade for Juju and James is looking just fantastic for him. Absolutely. But, uh, Salvaging his season. Uh, Jordy Nelson, because he's not good at football anymore. So just play any other option you have. Yeah, he's got to get out of there. Like, Geronimo is a way better play. Crabtree is a way better play. Until Jordy does anything for the Raiders, I would not play him going yeah. forward. There's plenty of other people even on fucking waivers that yeah. are better than Jordy Nelson right now. Mm-hmm. Correct. So Correct. I would just focus on that. Um, Taylor's going to be somewhat dealing with some injury blues here. <laughs> Joe Mixon with Mixon being out and Fournette is still dealing with a groin issue. Which and sucks. then you traded away Dion. And you traded away your, yeah, which is weird. But um, we'll get to that. So long, guy. <laughs> but yeah, big win for Doctor Spank. Uh, keep it up Dr. in the Spank. chat because it's hilarious. One hundred five to one hundred four. It was a nail biter. He's spanking. The old man this week? Is that who he's spanking? I don't know who he's spanking, but... I think he's spanking the old man, so that's oh, going to get a real weird in the group chat this week. That's a huge ass! He's going to be 
We can go on elderly this oh, week. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, 105, 104, 2-0, and Procash, 1-1. And fucked by the bell, because you can't put fucked in your team name. Yep. <laughs> so you have to use stars. One is... more week worth and... of division matchups coming at you, but through two, you owe in two teams. You can put fucked, but you can put a picture of a vagina. Who has a vagina picture? Taylor. Is she naked? She's naked. I can't see that. Oh my god, she's naked. Yeah, that's weird. He texted me last night and was like, did you see my team pick? (laughs) (laughs) So that's... He just got done spanking to it. That's phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably him. (laughs) That does go look like him. Yeah. That's fantastic. Good for him. Oh, priceless. And moving on. Waivers and Trades. Breaking down this week's waiver wire. Starting off, Brian, breaking the bank again Yep. for Keelan Cole, $40. He's letting that money fly like he's got enough, Jeb. I had it at 30 and then I thought maybe Jeff or somebody would spring it up, so I just played it safe, went to 40 I didn't care. Oh, really liking Keelan Cole, huh? I'm just shoring up the bench. Yeah. Don't that's, lie. That's what you needed you to do. You just want to use that pick of... Keelan Cole, baby. I'm not changing the team name. The team name is Glory. Artemis or uh, Radimus? Come on. It's yeah, ridiculous. He's the best. But forty doll hairs. Unbelievable. Next closest, Jeff with twenty five. You look good. Dr. Spank nineteen. Casty with twelve. Todd with eleven. Todd with the classic eleven. One dollar over ten. That's like a high bid for him. I haven't oh. seen him go that high in a while. Yeah. The king. Next was Tyler Boyd, going to Jeff for $15. Nothing like having that second Cincinnati option, Jim. Yeah. How I, I about have just left him? I don't know. I don't really like it. I don't That's either. all right. I'm weird that like Taylor put 10. On who? Boyd? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, it's, you know, maybe, guess, maybe. I mean, maybe, it's worth it. Uh, you know, maybe. But that's still. Uh, maybe we're wrong here. Still seems like a lot. Yes. Like, he should have been like seven. I think he's had two good games, maybe. I mean, what's he done? Not much. He just Three for 26 and six for 91. I mean, geez. Nothing like chasing that single touchdown. Number three, Todd gets Jesse James for $11 with no other bids. Jesse fucking James. I feel like everyone, a lot of people have had him and kind of see him go off and you're like, fuck him. He's so plotty. Like he does that every now and then and then yeah. he'll get like a point. Next Valid week. point. How much He's that guy. What did he do? He had five catches for 138 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Oh, and he had three for 60 in the first game. Maybe maybe, maybe it's coming out here. Maybe, maybe. it's coming out But here. I think, what, Vance was gone week one? He's projected 3.9 points. Unbelievable. Which is weird. I don't understand that, to be honest. But, yeah, I don't know. I've just had him before. I think he's good, but he's just real spotty. Yeah. But I, he's I probably been there. better than Njoku. But I like Njoku's upside a little bit more, but... Especially with Gordon gone. But there's only a couple tight ends that are really like locks and everyone else you can kind of get lucky with. I think this year is... If you were to play Jared Cook the first week, he gets like, what, 25 points? You're like, psyched. Yeah, this year is beyond abysmal for the tight end position. Aside from the elite. Yep. Elite. Uh, Number four, that would be myself getting the Browns for $10. You guys put an aggressive amount of money on the Browns, D. Hey, Jets, man, short week. I needed a D. I get it. I just I went I eight. Just don't and I, thought, I, I just want to pay like, any money for a D. I went I eight wait. after I sold the Ravens to Taylor for four. 
thinking I would be astronomically high. And then when I woke up and didn't get him, I was very surprised. Why did he take... Why did he pay for the Brown or the Ravens? Why would he pay you for something you should he should know you're gonna drop? Why? How would he know that I was gonna drop? Because you drop everyone. That's not starting on your lineup. You drop them all the time. You what? have like five, six ad drops every Sunday morning. It's fantastic. Like, it's just not worth the four bucks. Just wait it out. He'll drop them eventually. Yeah. But anywho, uh, then you got Antonio Callaway for six dollars. Some people are just good at the game, man. You know. This kid can fly. Big troublemaker. Josh Gordon 2.0, probably. Big right. troublemaker. Chasing that three catches for 81 yards and a touchdown? No. I'm chasing the draft type, and I'm chasing the preseason. Now that Josh Gordon's gone, Josh Gordon 2.0, going to get suspended again for substance Josh abuse? Josh Gordon didn't play for two weeks anyways, so he should have been doing stuff both weeks. He's a rookie. Right. He's fine. All right. Watch. Yeah. Touchdown tonight. Board bet. What are we betting? I'm only going to bet. I don't know. I like to bet. I'm just a betting man. Well, I know, but what's a board bet entail now? Number six, Cassidy getting ASJ for $4. Yeah, ASJ. You know, coming in. How do you do this week? Not bad. He got a touchdown. This three week. for 23 and a touchdown. Did he get a touchdown week one, too? No. no he three had for one 25. Called back. Okay, okay, okay. And who do I they mean, have? Okay. He had John O. Smith, and he didn't do anything last week. After so the I... Delaney injury. Well, it was also Blaine Gabbert throwing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Bad play on that one, yes. Yep. We'll see. You know, maybe maybe he'll be okay. This is classic Brady, though, on the next one. Ryan Fitzpatrick going to Brady for $3. This is the third quarterback. And the Tyler Boyd bid for three. He's a classic $3 guy. Brady. And then he'll try, if he would have got Tyler Boyd, he would have offered him in trades all week. 1,000%. All week. Yep. 1,000%. You need a wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I need one because we all need them because all of our wide receivers suck. You need a wide receiver. You have to start two. Don't forget Maybe that. Maybe three because you have a flex spot. So Don't you forget that. Definitely need one more. It's a good thing we're not doing that OP QB two slot. Oh, I miss that. The good old days. Because uh, then Brady's team would be looking pretty good. I would be intrigued about that now because how many people would actually play two quarterbacks? Everybody. I don't think so. How not? There's literally 21 quarterbacks right now that are averaging over 21 fantasy points per week. Depends on who you have on your team. Because people would draft a lot different because people would take quarterbacks early. Well, exactly. That's why if like we did so, something like that, you just make it a two QB league. That'd be intense. Yeah. Your you're like first round pick, you'd have three quarterbacks probably go in the first round. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, number one pick again, kind of a thing. Yeah. Typically a lot of times. But whatever. Anyway. Steve, Bengals D, $2. I, who do they play? It's probably better than the Saints. Aren't they in Carolina? In yeah. Carolina. Okay. They've been pretty good this year, though. It's probably better yeah. than the Saints at Atlanta, though. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, I mean. Saints have not looked as highly touted. Okay. I'm a little disappointed with the next one. Yeah. Ripley grabbing Mason Crosby. I'm a little disappointed that he spent $1 on Mason Crosby and not one bid went on Team Dan Bailey for free for the Vikings kicking indoors. How does a Viking fan not pick up Dan Bailey? Because he's a Viking kicker. Regardless of who his name is? Shut the fuck up. Get and they miss here. field goals constantly? No. Not Dan Bailey. That, See that picture? That stadium the Scooby-Doo is gonna, picture? I send that to you? That stadium is going to be dead for that first extra point come Sunday. Pin drop. And if, he, and if he misses it, I'll just 
I'll die. <laughs> I will die. It's, it's the Bills. We He's going to drill it, but it's going to be hilarious. If he misses it. that extra point, people are going to just be like, what the fuck do we even do now? Boom. We got the most like accurate kicker ever. Zimmer might have a heart attack. I mean, the guy is just... Has, just shows no faith in these Mike guys. Mike Zimmer charging hates the kick, field, staking maybe, Dan Bailey. Maybe give him some love. Maybe they kick better. I mean, he this fucking guy. Fucking Jesus can't. Christ. Go for two. Yeah, he should. I wish he He's would. He's so at this angry point. at them and like just freaks out on him. It's like, dude, you wonder why they miss. You just fucking want to kill him if they miss anything. Like, no, no pressure. Do your job. Yeah. I get it. Make the fucking kick. But you got to show a little faith in somebody. At some he point. missed three. I get it. But I'm just saying, the guy is just tears like Good. He deserves it. Like, They're fucking NFL kickers. They're not supposed to be fucking coddled. Do your job. And then MJ gets Cowboys D for zero dollars. Boom. Let's go. Stream Seattle. Always stream Seattle. Yeah. Just whoever Seattle's playing, grab the D. God, they're bad. How did they get bad in such a hurry? I feel bad for Russell Wilson. Oh, do ya? I do a little bit. Alrighty, uh, got some trades that had happened. Starting off with the trade last week between myself and MJ. Brian, tell us your thoughts on that trade. Which one? T.Y. Hilton and Eifert for the Niners backfield and Kenny Stills. I didn't like it to get rid of Hilton, but it'll probably be fine. I didn't hate it as much as uh, Foster. Okay. But I like it way more for for MJ. But for a while, it might be all right for you. I just hate the fucking running backs. They suck. I like Breda. I know you like Breda. Yeah, here we go. I was waiting for the rebuttal. I know you like Breda. Where do I find trades again? Transactions. Ah, gotcha. But yeah, I just... Foster lost his mind. That was fun. That's what, Maybe that's what it did. Maybe that's what did it. You know, Dr. Spank City... Came out after that. Trade. I just knew with how many, how much people were tearing it apart that I knew Breda or Morris was going to have like two touchdowns or have a really long run, and Breda ended up doing that. When you make fun of one guy for making a really shit trade, usually it works out in his favor for at least a week. Yep. But Hilton played really well. You already got rid of Eifert, which I knew you would do anyways. And Kenny Stills, I just don't like at all because he's way too boomer bust. He's like Will Fuller, where he gets three catches and for 20 yards, or three catches for 150 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. There's no in-between. And you're going to sell me on all of your guys, or all of your braid of love. Yeah. I got my running back depth, especially with the thin J.H.I.E. play. I got Kenny Stills, which I still think could be top 24 wide receiver. Then why aren't you playing him? Because he hasn't had good matchups. He's playing Oakland. Quincy. Fair. Plus, I had the wide receiver depths to make those kind of moves. To bolster the always thin running back position throughout the league. And now I don't have to try and finagle a trade with the rest of the league, which decides not to trade ever. Well, you won last year, so you're in the boat where people don't want to trade with you. Because that's just the way it goes. Is it? What the fuck are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, lifting. I'm not so gonna close. go crazy like Foster. If he was here, he'd probably go 
well, a harder than Pant. I also find it hilarious that he berated me for trading with MJ, which he said oh, no one should ever trade with MJ, and then he follows it up with a trade with MJ. Going on into the next one. Wait, did you just say berated you? And I actually like it. The Beretta trade? Oh! Oh! <laughs> Look at you, you punny motherfucker. Do you work at K-Fan? Oh, seriously. Always. Uh, I like that you dropped Keelan Cole on that, though, because I got him. So it was like yeah. a Keelan Cole, baby! It was like a three-way trade. Yeah. With $42. $40. $40. Fab. Can I just take that out of the Fab pool and just put it in my account, then? No. That's not how that works. So, Dion Lewis for Kenny Galladay. I don't know what Foster was thinking. He didn't necessarily have the running back depth, and this is not a move I would have thought he would have made. But... Did he need receivers? Um, he had Chris Hogan and OBJ. Yeah, he, like, after, I think with how Hogan's kind of been, he was, like, yeah, I, and Galladay's obviously been balling out. Marquise so. Goodwin, Hogan Marquise Goodwin has been that. hurt, and Cooper Cup, Mike Williams, Anthony Miller. Yeah, I don't know. He, he's a big Galladay guy. Loves him. Loves him. Doesn't make a ton of sense to trade a running back when you when he knew Mixon was going to be out. But teach their own. I don't want to get brought to Dr. That's, Spanks. That's the so. real yeah, kicker. No is one that. wants to visit that doc. I don't want to deal with those capital letters. It's a bit, he's, a, he's a bit hensy. So there's some cap, big capital letters in my text messages. That I, don't, I don't want to deal with right now. <laughs> I just picture I'll him, wait until I play him. I gonna, literally just picture him shouting every time he's texting. Oh, him. I love it. It's, it's probably just him taking a poop. I mean, My guess is he's just pooping. And... Shitting and yelling. Constipated? Is that why he's Maybe. yelling so loud? Pooping, shitting, and yelling. Yep, it's great. Dr. Spank City. It, I'm so happy, and his picture is absolutely legit. It's great. He's got a vagina on ESPN. <laughs> oh, They'll allow it. I love it. And, and then the uh, last trade, just two, the trade two more. Money. Two more. Ravens D, two Foster for $4 a fab. Four bucks a fab. And then I already covered that. Tyler so Eifert to Todd for six dollars. Five bucks. Five dollars a fab. And then you put thirteen dollars on Joker today. How, You're damn right I did. How much does that make you mad? You think anyone's really gonna put any money on him? Yeah, I don't know how you don't. I mean, it's crazy. There's I don't people... think anyone after that day pays attention that they can pick up more people. It's a valid point. It's a very valid point, and you know, I'm a little angry that I spent thirteen dollars on it, and no one else did. No, no one else did. And it's a little disappointing, but we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I figure that with all the tight end needy teams, I mean, Josh Gordon leaves. Like, there's got someone's got to get targeted. He's the second most targeted guy on the team. Eventually, shit's got to click, especially if Baker Mayfield starts starting eventually. Rookie QB is always dependent on that tight end. Big bodies. You'll just trade for more fucking bad budget anyways. Well, you know, at least I'm trying to make this fucking league a little interesting. Someone else can make a fucking trade. That'd be great. I love looking at it. I don't need to make a trade. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to the podcast for the millions and millions of listeners. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next we have... Power Rankings. Number 12. Steve. The Toilet Team. The 2015 All-Stars, Steve, who currently has a 15% playoff odd percentage. Ooh. See, Matt now has all these, like, great fantasy pros tools. Yeah, he's got all these algorithms. Fucking great. I love it. 
Stat, stat guy. guy Matt over here. Stat guy. 15% chance to make the playoffs, huh? Is that judging from the state of his team plus the 0-2 record? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't see all the shit he was putting in at the draft? Yes, I saw it. It's great, though. I, I think I won last I took year. that Adderall. I was flying all over the place. He's like, look at this. Go through this. I'm like, oh, my God, look at that. I was talking a mile a minute. It was fantastic. Oh, that is fucking I could look phenomenal. at stats all day. <laughs> stats are, are absolutely phenomenal. But I didn't put any stock in them, so let's get going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's 12. No question. Well, Jeff, you could convince me too, but that's fine. Number 11. Jeff. With a 16% chance. Yeah, so that game was the total turd burglar game going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number 11 versus 12, the power ranks. Turd two. burglar. Almost an elimination game, but it still feels a little early to say that. But it's the definitely a must win one. Dumpster fire of the week. Cheap I dump. definitely feel like it's a must win. Yeah, getting in that 0-3 hole. I mean, 0-3 is tough. And you haven't even hit your bye weeks yet. I think Procash was like 1-4 last year. Or like 0-3. He started poor and then finished hot. And I fell apart. And I think he won the division. So it's possible, but those two are going to have to make some deals. Because it's it's dicey. 1,000% agree. He went 9-4. Who? Procash last year. Yeah. Prokash did. Yeah. He started 0 and 2 and was 2 and 4 and then literally didn't lose for He was 4 year. and 4 in week 8. He won like 8 straight games though. Yes, he did. Jesus. All right. Sorry. Back to who was 10? Number 10. Brady. 22%. Yeah, I you can't, can't say his team's that terrible. But I also just, I, there's a lot that I don't like. I mean, I like Keenan Allen a lot. And Kareem Hunt has potential, but hasn't really done much. And everything else is just a, there's a chance it could be a good week. But then, so far, it hasn't really been. I mean, I mean he broke 100 this week, so that's good. You could drop him down to 11 the or 12 with the, the three QB situation that he loves to just put himself in. Yeah, it seems like everyone's been scoring pretty high this year. I mean, no one... Has been that low, except Steve this week, I think. So it's you got to start putting up points if you really want to win. And Ripley's team has been pretty putting up points and losses. He's, I think that's 118. Last week he shit the bed a little bit. So it'll be dicey between those two, but yeah, I'm fine with that. Makes sense. Number nine, Procash. 30%. Wow. Are you going? Are you making these based off the percentages? Or are you maneuvering them a little bit? I'm maneuvering them. This is just okay. how they happen to fall. Interesting. Amazing. I mean, I, I can't I can't disagree just because he has a couple big gaping holes in his squad. I'm interested to see, though, when Le'Veon Bell comes back, if that actually happens. You know, well, we know it'll 10. happen by week 10. That's what we know. Or, well, week 11, seeing as how he, can sit, he sits through week 10. Looks like it's trending that way. Yeah, I don't really like his team much. No, he doesn't have any, he doesn't have any big guns. No, it's just mediocrity. And then Jordy Nelson play again, I don't like. And I don't really know. I mean, he's got guys. He can make like a... He could get another running back. At this point, you'd have to trade Juju for Golden Tate. You could get an okay RB2 for Golden Tate, I feel like. Maybe. Nah. I I would. If you needed a wide... Someone needs a wide out, though. There's a couple guys. Jeff. Yeah, but Jeff can't trade a running back. I mean, maybe LaShawn McCoy. 
I'd do that if I was Who'd be stupid enough to take that trade? (laughs) 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 I'd do that if I was pro cash. You can just hope that maybe something weird will happen with the Bills halfway through the year, but... Yep. Yeah. Better he's looking Chris a little, Ivory in that deal. He's looking a little dicey with the RV stuff, but yeah. Thousand percent. Number eight. Crans. 33% playoff odds. I like his team. If some of his guys can just actually like put up some shit, I like it. I can't say that I hate it. I really hate Alex Collins. Yeah, he is that frustrating is, beyond belief. And he has nothing. Nothing else. I mean, that's what he, he's got to play that every week. What is he going to do on a bye week? Chris Carson or Chris Frank Carson. Gore? I mean, Frank Gore sucks. Delano. Franklin Delano Gore. He's going to be shut down halfway through the year. He's too old. You're just wishing because you have Kenyon Drake and you know that the ghost of Frank Gore constantly haunts you in your past. It's just a wish. He's got nine carries each game. That's it. He's doing damage. He's going to break down. He's just trying to break some records. Fourth all time now. He's definitely retiring after this year. Curtis Martin. I don't know. Krenz is going to look dicey on some bye week blues here. uh, Valid point. I mean, His team Mc- has potential, though. I mean, he's got McCaffrey and Jones, and that's basically it. Aguilar. I like Aguilar. Aguilar will lose some when Jeff Marvin Jones back. is a solid flex. Demarius is on his bench. As he should be. Who's he starting this week? Marvin and uh, Aguilar with Julio. I like it. Wow. He's making adjustments. It's weird. Good for him. Still using he's going in. to the website on his phone, though. I mean, that's a little bit of a problem. It's hilarious. But still hasn't downloaded the app? No. Nope. Always web browser. Everything is he web was browser. using it when we Facebook, were in Colorado. Everything. It's web browser. It's on web browser. That's hilarious. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But See, Krenz, uh, if he would get a little savvy, he could trade Demarius for a running back. See? There's options. Offer Demarius to Jeff or LaShawn McCoy. It's a pretty fair trade. They're both old, both musty. Musty for musty? Yep. That's pretty fair. That's what we call the grandmother's basement trade. I don't think Jeff would do that just because he doesn't think Tamarius is probably worth it. And he thinks no. he overvalues McCoy. Yeah, 100% he does. He clearly loves LaShawn But McCoy being on the Bills, I mean, there's just nothing that guy can do. He's no. playing the Vikes this week? Good God. How's he even projected nine? I. Yeah. <laughs> Catches, maybe? I mean. Well, maybe they're down by so much, but I feel like he wouldn't even play anymore. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Next. Number seven. Ripley. 27%. David Johnson's got to get going. Plain and simple, that's what it relies on. This is a big week. He's got the wideouts. He's got the QB. If David Johnson goes and he has Diggs, or not Diggs, but Thielen and Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers, and he gets David Johnson going, James White is, you know, awesome in PPR. He'll be fine. Plus Aaron Rodgers and George Kittle. Yeah, he'll be, his team, his team, if David Johnson, if they can actually get him going to where he is a top 10 running back, he's fine. Another guy with three quarter, like, drop Mariota, drop Taylor, get some fucking depth. For fuck's sake. What? I did not realize he had three QBs, too. And two doctors. Hey, you need him. I mean, mean, I talked to him this week. I asked him if he was going to make some trades. He said he's going to ride the week out, hope for the W, and then... He did draft Treadwell and hold on to him for a couple weeks, too. Hey, he did catch a touchdown, though. His first ever. I know. And he's still holding on to Zerline. And he's playing Latavius Murray this week. That can't happen. Put in Randall Cobb, you dolt. Why? Latavius is going to get major garbage time. What is this phrase that you keep saying? Dalt. What's going on with that? I've been saying that a long time. I've never heard it game. before. I've game never... Anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say. Yes. He'll know. 
Uh, dude, Lat Murray, you're going to rely on garbage time? He's what if you guys just don't really care and you guys win like 20 to 0? Dude, zero? honestly though, that's actually a really good play this week, I think. Because yeah, Calvin you know. Cook was banged up and hurt, and I really think that they're going to play him for like a quarter. You guys are going to take Cousins out at like halftime. I know. And that's Lat Murray is going to be running the rock. I don't think so. I'm a little dicey about playing Stefan Diggs. I might pick up fucking our fourth wide receiver thinking that he's going to dominate. Coley? I would just sign down Jack Robinson. I'm just going to go for one for 80 and a touch. I would just play Cobb and just play it safe. Well, Unless. that's why you're 2-0 and he's 0-2, Brian. Number six, Todd, 38%. You know, I really feel like if I looked at both those teams, I think I would rather have Ripley's team over Todd's moving forward. No. Well, you're of course gonna say, <laughs> you're of course gonna say no because you love my dad. No, I just look at the lineup. Uh, I mean, what Delvin what the... Hopkins Sanders? I mean that right there. David, I like David Russell Wilson, Johnson, Devonte Adams, Adam Thielen. With I Aaron agree Rogers. with MJ on this one. He's starting fucking Brandon Marshall and Gio Bernard. Well, Gio's the well, starter. Gio, yeah, I mean, I get the Gio. Well, great, but I mean, he if he would play him at any point. Yeah, carry on this week. John Brown, Jordan Wilkins. No. Don't, Baldwin's don't, gonna be coming back in a couple don't weeks. Don't say like carry on and Jordan Wilkins like there's some sort of fucking names to even be said. They will be. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would. I'd rather have Mike's team, but fair, fair. I mean, fine. Power Inc. Whatever. Mike's own two and Todd's one and one. So I like it. You take the record in consideration. You previously hadn't done that a long time ago. He never did that actually. So good for you. Well, it's Todd fourth. He's one and four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good squad. <laughs> I mean, it was an all-timer. Great team on paper. Number five, Taylor. Dr. Spank City. And this is where the separation begins. I fully agree. In the analytics. 77% chance to make the Wow, playoffs. holy shit. So 30, from 38 to 77. Huh? Yes. He's 77 even with two guys kind of hurt right now. Yeah, but he's 2-0. and oh, That's why. Well, yeah. But, like, his two best players are hurt right I now. No, but if he goes 2-2 two and two in that stretch and he gets his good players back... There. Good shot. That's why. I assume, right? Yeah. So, I, I think he'll be fine. He'll be all right. Who's he playing this week? Todd. Big matchup. Big matchup. We'll, we'll dive del- We'll dive deep. It's into huge for him because he'll be... It's like me last year to get up on the division. It'll help you in the long Well, and that's, that's the big... All these divisions massive. out of the shoe. That's how I made the playoffs because I was up by so much and then I fucking didn't win again. Because we didn't so. even have our third division. <laughs> so, it was great. We didn't have our third division game last year until week nine. And yeah. then it was hot and heavy at the end. Yeah, and I lost every one of them at the end, but I won my first three, so it's fucking great. So it's all about, if you win, like, at least three division games, you're looking real solid. Number four, Cassidy. 75% chance. Deserves to be there. Yeah, he's been fantastic. I've been completely wrong about his team. I liked his team, other than a couple weird things. Like, Marshawn not... I just didn't like, and that was about it. I will admit, I did not like his draft. I don't like Tyree Kill. I love how. The guy is just... Every time he touches the ball, I'm wrong. Hey, I'm admitting that I was wrong, but I'm not a big... So was the entire fantasy community. Yeah, I feel like he's just (laughs) like a big boomer boss, and I didn't think that it was attainable to do it every single week, but he has officially proved me 110% wrong, and Cass's team is balling. The problem for him is I just don't... I mean, obviously he's getting Ingram back, so that should help, but... Because Lynch is going to just... Not play. Lynch, yeah, Lynch will falter, for sure. He just won't play. And Aaron Jones, I I like better than Jamal Williams. But I would until, agree. Until I see it. But yeah, so he's looking pretty decent on that. It's all about if you're the RB stuff and his wideouts are 
I like, so... Yeah. It's all about if you guys... His big problem right now is the flex and the tight end, because I don't really like punches. I like punches as a flex play. He's not the Punch wide receiver, too. Especially if Olsen's out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, of course you like Funches. He was on your team last is week. Is he playing tight end, though? Funches? Yeah. Well, no, but it's just the target. No shit, he should. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, Cass is right where he should be. Number three. Matt. 87% chance. So you dropped from one to three? No, I was two last week. Oh, you flipped yourself last week? Mm-hmm. I just don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... There's not much I love that you start the year at one. You haven't lost. You put up like 130 points a game, and you drop yourself. It's great. Well, there's other guys <laughs> that know. have it's still shown great, to though. have better teams. It's still great. I would I would have you probably ahead of me still, just because our point total is like pretty close. I think it is neck neck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you might even have me by like three or four points yeah, or something like that. Belong you as have you me have, by five points. And as long as you have Gurley, you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. I would. I'd have you at two. That's like AJ Green. Game. I don't technically really like. I mean, so far he's been great because Dalton's looked way better this year. But in previous years, I have not liked him that much. Also thirty. But I mean, if you have Gurley getting twenty five, you're going to be in every game for the most part, unless literally the rest of your team shits the bed. So you'll be all right. Yep. Number two, MJ. Eighty eight percent chance. Yeah, I think the next. I think us three, you know, you kind of have like 80, 85% chance to make it. This is going to be a good week, good game between B-Dog and myself. But again, Literally the four top teams are clearly the best teams right now. And it really, and right it really isn't close. Yeah, and anything can happen. Yep. And that leaves, of course, number one, Donnie. 92% chance to make the playoffs right now. Team's That's, absolutely going off. That means I'm going to lose. Because it's good. Every time I've been number one. I lose right away. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that's the case. But your team deserves to be number one, judging from the performances. It looks fantastic. It is clicking on all cylinders. The Patty Mahomes pick is absolutely amazing. It's been pretty great. See if you can let's see if you can keep it up. You got is that f- game in Mexico? That's a good question. No, it's in KC. Okay. Because I know that they play somebody, and I thought it was the Niners. It's but probably the Raiders. No, it's not. I know that. It's and if they did that, game. I think that game would be on like Monday, or yeah. like Sunday night. They're not going to play that on like a. Is it a twelve o'clock game? Oh yeah, you're... they're not going to play that at noon in Mexico yeah. City. Nope, you're absolutely right. So. But yeah, he's been quite the anomaly so far. I hope he keeps it up, but absolutely, he'll very. He'll cool. throw a pick at some point or a couple. Reminiscent of last year's Deshaun Watson for you? No, this guy's way better. Watson was just chucking balls up, and yeah. guys are coming down. And this, with it. He, this, I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes is. Been amazing, but he's got way more weapons. Got way me a fifty burger in Dynasty on my bench. That was fun. Who's your starting quarterback in Dynasty? Drew. Why the fuck are you playing Drew Brees over Patrick Mahomes right now? Because he played the Browns. Browns have a good D. Yeah, and he was at home. So you know what? Quit sleeping on the Browns. Browns are built. They're built to dominate. Yeah, but when you play the Browns at home, that's just what you think. I know. We're not going to talk about that one. Believe me, I thought so too. Yeah. So, but yeah, I uh, I agree with the top four. Realistically, any. The top four to me is... Fully little, agree. With Foster's team being hurt, I just think the top four teams right now are separated pretty well. Yep. And I think I think there's three teams below that tier that can easily cap oh, yeah. that top. And for me, obviously, I think I'm the best right now, but that can change next week. Yep. But like, I think you could have put you, Cass, or you, MJ, 
and flip them around any which way, which mm-hmm. would have been fine. And it's a power rankings. Yeah. Right now, you have the power. For now. For now. I'll come back down, though, at some point. All right. I hope it's not anytime soon, though. The Previews. Starting off with the reviews. The previews, you mean? The previews, sorry. Yep, reading the wrong section. The Dumpster Fire of the Week. Jeff versus Steve. Matchup Breakdown. Oof. That is a heavy, heavy, heavy dumpster fire. This is a big one. Must win games for both teams. This is a big one because obviously the winner between you and Cass will be 3-0, barring a tie, which is realistically not going to happen this year. So you don't want to fall three back. That's a tough thing to come out of. Obviously there's like wild card spots that you can get, but you definitely want to stay within striking distance of your division leader if you possibly can. So, and between these two, hasn't been a great start for either. No, no it hasn't. Uh, Jeff, obviously week one, not playing a guy that wasn't playing. Which just wasn't a good look. still baffles me. Yep, and Steve's team just hasn't looked great whatsoever, so that's not good. Um, obviously the first week, a big 86 out of Jeff and 78 out of Steve. And Steve went further down last week, down to 73, and then Ripley, or I mean not Ripley. Uh, <laughs> Jeff did a little better up to 97. So, so right now, Jeff's is looking a little bit better on his team performing a little bit better, but I don't like either of these teams this week. I right would now, concur. Initial projection, 104.6 to 102 in favor of Steve. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Steve's team better than Jeff's this week. That's I mean, my hot take analysis on this dumpster fire. I, yeah, I mean, Antonio Brown should eat at Tampa Bay on Monday. Having that being your last guy, too, is always a nice little bonus. It really is. Larry Fitz at home against Chicago. Chicago's D's look very, very fucking good. Don't like that. So At least Fitzgerald did practice for him. Fair. So on that side, that's his bright spots. And then Stafford at home against the Patriots, I feel like can kind of go either way. He could play really well or he could play like shit. And Jordan Howard, you would think, would be pretty solid at Arizona because that team's look like dog shit. Thousand percent. And then on Jeff's side, obviously Cam's been great so far. So I think that'll be good so far. Saquon, again, at Houston. It's not a good matchup. Yeah, it's not great, but uh, obviously it could turn out to be okay. And the Buck Allen play, what a what a lifestyle. See, like I mean, that's right. where we're at, huh? This guy has, he's really banging on a touchdown here. Uh, yeah, this guy touchdown has, or bust. This guy has four carries for 17 in a TD, six for eight in a TD in week two. I mean, this is this is truly fantastic. Fucking living, man. I mean, what a world. Could be, I mean, one, catching could be one point, could be seven points. I mean, he's caught five... <laughs> I mean, he's caught five balls each game, too. So he might... Worst case scenario, he gets you like five points. Best case, he gets you probably like 12. Yeah. All right, we've spent too much time on this game anyway. And the next dumpster fire. Well, hold well, on. I'm, picks. I'm picking. Oh, yeah, I'm picking right. Steve. I'm picking Steve as well. Ugh. Do it. It's gnarly. Yeah, I'm gonna go Steve. I just don't like the Buck Sweet Allen. Is that really his best option? That's his best option. That's what he's got. That's what he's cooking with. Yeah, because Ronald Jones just apparently isn't playing football this year, right? Apparently not. 
I can't believe he's still on his team. I'm a little shocked by that. I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for him to drop him. Yeah, I'm going, Steve. That's looking better. So yeah. good luck, Sweep. Jeff. Where are you going with? The next dumpster fire. Oh, all right. Well, let's dive Cooper's on Poopers it. and Victory Royale. The other 0-2 matchup. Matchup breakdown. The not so dumpster fire, but dumpster fire. Yeah, the not like because they're in the same. This boat one's kind of it's kind of the must win thing again, where you don't want to get too yeah. far behind. Like clearly, like these like this dumpster is like smoking on both teams, but it's not like fully on fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love it that Brady has two QBs on his bench and he's playing the one that he grabbed off the wire today. So QB three. Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though he's point rank one. If I told you, hey, this is an ESPN 30 for 30. Week three, you're going to be playing Ryan Fitzpatrick over Andrew Luck and Deshaun Watson. What if I told you? I would just say one of them hurt. Because then you could convince Both me. healthy. Then I'd say no. What if I told you that a man would draft two quarterbacks, and by week three, he would be playing one off the waiver wire with those two QBs still on his bench. I'd be shocked. Absolutely. But that's what we have here in this dumpster fire. We have Ryan Fitzpatrick at home versus Pittsburgh. Should is, be a bomb, Bene. Is this the game that Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back down to earth? I don't think so. Pittsburgh's D's pretty bad, and they're at home. So I still I still like him. I like him in the spot. And I like him over the two guys that he has on his bench. I like him over Luck. Luck's playing who's Andy playing? Eagles, Philly. Yeah, in Philly. Like, I don't like that. I'd rather have Fitzy at home on Monday Night Football. Let's go. Let's go. Let's you know, play. Kareem Hunt, you have versus, uh, versus the Niners here. Hopefully you can get kind of something going on. Bilal Powell tonight here starting in about 45 minutes. Can he do something? We'll find out. But, I mean, other than that, you know, you kind of look across. I'm a little concerned with Adam Thielen, just like I am with my team with Diggs. How much volume are these guys going to get versus Buffalo? It's basically it's a first you're half. banking on the entire first half to yep. get your point production out of those guys. Yep, one thousand percent. There's no way that you can overlook them though, and you guys just start out real slow, right? There's no way that happens. Uh, not, not against the Bills, right? Not at home. Not against the Bills. I, I literally bad. believe that Alabama. But you're coming from a real downer. You're like, oh, we're playing the fucking Bills. We're going to kill them. Maybe you start out slow, so you got to keep it going to the third quarter. That's possible, right? That would suck. But that's possible. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, to keep people a little engaged, it's possible, but I highly doubt. Shit. But yeah. you guys are in the. Did you lose Calvin down there? Yep, it's rebooting. And just like that, the Bannercast ran into some technical difficulties last night, so. That being said, we are going to do a very brief and modified rest of the Bannercast solo. Yes, you get to hear nothing but my beautiful voice the rest of this Bannercast. I'll give you a quick recap on the matchups and breakdown picks by Michael and Brian. I apologize that uh, the normal show had to be abruptly ended. We had some water leakage issues at MJ's house. And then it turns out there was also some water leakage issues at my own house, which also inhibited me from posting this earlier. So, again, thank you for bearing with us, and we shall continue our endeavor. So, we left off with Brady and Ripley. Uh, We're kind of breaking down this uh, second dumpster fire. Uh, We moved on to picks, which was going to be, I am taking Brady, 
Brian is taking Ripley, and Michael is taking Ripley as well. Moving on to our next matchup is going to be Prokash versus Krenz. Prokash currently sitting one and one, Krenz zero and two after the rough start, and a current projection with Krenz in favor, one hundred eight point three to one hundred three point six. Krenz rolling out Tom Brady against Detroit in that musty defense. Christian McCaffrey against that hopefully formidable Cincinnati defense. They look like they have returned to kind of a, a defensive power. Uh, the, that will be determined in Carolina. Chris McCaffrey's been catching a shit ton out of that backfield, so he could definitely have some solid numbers. Alex Collins, touchdown or bust in, against Denver at home. I just don't see that happening this time, and Buck, Buck Allen has also been vulturing him. Julio should have a nice blow-up matchup against New Orleans. Aguilar has been looking great, in, especially in PPR. Ben Watson is just old and dead. That's probably two points there, maybe. He's averaging 4.9, projected 6. Either way, gross. And, of course, Marvin Jones in potential shootout against New England, which is a solid flex play. Rams against Chargers, always good. And now he picked up Jason Myers, which has already played, and got him last night. It might have been five points. Yep. Moving over to Prokash. Carson Wentz is back, and he is... Going to be playing Indianapolis. That defense is horrid. Doesn't necessarily mean he'll be throwing the ball a ton. I don't imagine he's going to be as mobile as he once was. And who knows, if they get up early, maybe he'll take a seat and Foles will come back in. But only time will tell. Prokash is rolling Rashad Penny this week. Tossing out the rookie. We'll see how that plays against Dallas. That offensive line has looked horrendous and Russell has been scrambling. I don't foresee necessarily solid point production out of Rashad Penny, but when that's basically all you got to go with, you got to do what you got to do, man. James Conner, solid. Golden Tate, already talked about the shootout in New England. Juju is looking like potential wide receiver one by the end of the year. Jimmy Graham, he's had one good game, one bad game, and Aaron Rodgers is hopping on one leg. Followed by Geronimo Allison going with uh, the double Green Bay route. Not the best play, but at least dick out Jordy Nelson. Then you have Jaguars D, the other best D in the league, and Matt Bryan. Pretty solid here through and through. Could go either way. But, personally, uh, with the line being 4.7, I'm going to have to lean towards Krenz. And looking at my compatriots' picks, looks like Brian and MJ are also going with Krenz. That is a clean sweep. Prokash, I'm sorry. One and two is what you're looking like. Krenz, congratulations on your first win of the year. And staying out of that 0-3 hole. Next matchup, we are moving on to Taylor versus Todd. Taylor sitting at 2-0. Todd, 1-1. The old man looking to stay formidable and competitive this year. Unfortunately, some breaking news happening this morning. Not detrimental as last year as David Johnson lost, but Delvin Cook is officially listed as out. He will not play against that horrendous Buffalo defense. And Latavius Murray looking like a better and better play for Ripley right now. 
So, Taylor, very favorable lead right now, especially without Todd having a replacement running back plugged in for Delvin Cook right now. So the line, a little bit more skewed than it should, 106.2 to 86.3. That should change. Even if he gets a 10-spot running back, he's looking at about a 96.3 projection. Going to be an uphill battle for Todd. Starting on his side, Russell against Dallas. That Russell has just looked awful with that horrendous offensive line. Scrambling, really not a lot he can do. Gio Bernard, solid RB1 play. Props for hanging on to him. DeAndre Hopkins, he's got another battle against New York Giants. Emmanuel Sanders against Baltimore, both going to be solid. Jesse James, picked him up with waiver wires this year, this week, $11 I believe it was. Plugging him in right away, and then Brandon Marshall. Remains to be seen. Without Doug Baldwin, Marshall's getting older. He just really hasn't had that solid production. Over on Taylor's side, Kirk Cousin rolling in the QB slot. Looking like it could be a dicey play, especially because Buffalo is that bad and atrocious. He may not need to pass the ball and might be looking at a very low productive day for him. Then again, who knows? So, Fournette, looks like he's going to be playing. He is still listed as questionable. Dealing with that hamstring. I don't know why you need to force someone out when he's that important to your offense, but that's why I'm not a professional coach in the NFL. So, he plays. He plays. Good for Taylor. Adrian Peterson going against Green Bay. Remains to be seen how he will be in the long term. Adrian had one good game, one pretty shitty game against a bad D. Green Bay has usually been pretty good against the run. I'm not expecting a... Massive production by any means from AP. Odell against Houston. Odell, solid in the secondary. Odell is just the man. Taylor, if you want to trade me to trade him to me, I'm all open for offers. Kenny Galladay going against New England in a probable shootout of sorts. Zach Ertz against Indy. Very solid. Marquise Goodwin in probably a high-scoring game for KC, and they're going to be playing catch-up. Let's see how his quad injury is doing. Hopefully he's back because speed is his game. Ravens against Denver and Adam Vinatieri, the old man himself. To me, it seems like a landslide. It's easier looking at it right now with the loss of Cook. However, picks being made yesterday. I have here Brian, Todd, MJ, Todd, and myself was written down for Taylor. So, before the news of Delvin Cook, that is how it was made. Unfortunately, things have skewed in Taylor's favor a little bit more than they should have. Good luck, gentlemen. Moving on, we have myself versus Cassidy. The first 2-0 games of the week. Another true game of the week because we have the power rankings of 1-2, and two, MJ and Brian on the docket. Nonetheless, we start here. I hate to toot my own horn, but I shall do that right now, starting off with my own team in the breakdown. Drew Brees in Atlanta, inside in the Dome, always a shootout in probable high-scoring game against Atlanta, especially with their defenses not playing as well. 
I'm hoping and project a solid performance from Drew and the Saints offense. Todd is just going to do Todd things, especially without Joey Bosa. Matt Breda looking like a solid RB2 upside play moving forward in that Kyle Shanahan offense. He is also number one leading running back in rushing yards currently in the NFL. Yes, it's only two weeks in, I know, but I'm tooting my horn. A.J. Green, looking great this year. Already four, two, four TDs in two weeks. Quincy played last night. Got me 7.7. Four catches, 57 yards. Nothing spectacular, but he will still be the number one wide receiver in that Jets offense. Sad to say, but nonetheless, I digress. Kyle Rudolph, if Delvin Cook's out, Latavius Murray's going to be lead back. Who knows if backup QB is going to be coming in and if he's even going to be playing. So that entire passing game in general is looking dicey, uh, something we've already touched on. So could be a toss-up. Chris Thompson, rolling in the flex. I think it's going to be actually a solid play for him, especially against that tough Green Bay defense against the run. I don't think Adrian's going to get it done, and passing out of the backfield, which is Alex Smith's forte, could look like a sure thing there. Browns D already went against the Jets. They got me 11, and Lutz in hopefully a shootout, needing a lot of kicks, looking for some solid production there. Over on Cassidy's side of things, Jared Goff going against the Chargers. I don't know how I feel about that. He's been decent, getting right around that 17 to 20 range in points thus far. Solid QB production. If he keeps that up, nothing wrong with that. Melvin Gordon, he's been great, and he's been lights out, catching a plenty of balls. It is a tough Rams D, and so far they've been okay. They let up a lot of uh, running back production against Oakland. And shut down David Johnson. So, remains to be seen. I would anticipate he's probably going to get in that usual 15 to 20. Marshawn Lynch going against Miami. Usually good for that touchdown, 30 to 40, 50 yards, give or take. We'll see if he keeps that up. Tyreek Hill, number one wide receiver. Probably another high-scoring game for him. Same can be said with Brandon Cooks. Cass picked up ASJ on the waivers. Rolling him right now with uh, the Janu Smith that ended up failing him last week. And Devin Funches out of the flex. Love me some Funches. Solid play there. Panthers D going against Cincy. Dalton has been turnover prone in the past. We'll see if that Panthers D looks like the D of old. And of course, Tucker in the kicking slot. Current projection, 109.6 to 97.5 in favor of myself. I think this could actually be a toss-up. We've both been putting up solid numbers. We are neck and neck in the standings and the points four. So, flip a coin. My coin landed heads up for myself, but that's also because I was going to take myself anyway. Brian is taking Cassidy, and MJ is taking myself. Thank you. Moving on to our final matchup we have here... The Game of the Week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Game of the Week. Starting off, Brian versus MJ. 
Michael's side of things. American Psycho, 2-0. He is the... Let's take a quick look here. Number three highest scoring team in the league. Number three. He is six points behind Cassidy. Both have been putting up solid numbers. Brian, number one, 300 points, averaging 150 points per game. He has been lights out. This game should be a shootout, and I can't wait to see the outcome because there's going to be some shit talking next week. So, leading into the matchup breakdown, initial production had the two highest scoring teams for projections. Mind you, 119.1 for MJ, 121.6 for Brian, the brain, Michael side of things, Big Ben, in Tampa, away game, outdoors, hot weather, could be a shootout nonetheless, especially if Fitzmagic stays at Fitzmagic. Zeke, he's going to have a heyday, Carlos Hyde, unfortunately we already know what he did, 23 points, couple of TDs, running in from the goal line in the Browns' first win. Mike Evans, shootout against Pittsburgh. He's been amazing. Diggs, big question mark. Don't know if he's actually going to have a good game or not. I would anticipate at least a couple of catches for some yards for decent production. Hoping for that touchdown, because if it doesn't happen in the first quarter or two, might not happen, period. Gronk, questionable. Has an ankle issue, apparently. Has not practiced, but believed to be available. He's kind of always up and down with those injuries. I don't think it'll be an issue going forward. T.Y. going in the flex. He's been solid thus far. Philly, the defense has not been as lights out. Looks like he had a quadricep issue, but has no designation for being out on Sunday. Cowboys D against Seattle, I think, like MJ had kind of touched on earlier, streaming any team against Seattle's offense at this point, which almost seems unheard of and unfathomable given how good they once were and how the mighty have fallen so quickly. But streaming against Seattle's offense, good play because that offensive line, putrid. And of course, Gaskowski going to kick up a shit ton indoors at Detroit. Brian side of thing. We got Patty Mahomes. Gonna have another heyday. He's had two road games. I would anticipate his first home game right now. He is gonna be money at least four touchdowns. Don't mean to jinx it if it does happen though, Brian. Or the opposite happens. My apologies. But first home game, that fan base is just chomping at the bit to watch him go off. Should probably happen once again. Elvin Kamara. He's been catching a shit ton. Could be a high-scoring game. If he gets that run game going, could be even better. Kenyon Drake should run all over that Oakland putrid defense. Michael Thomas hoping for that shootout in Atlanta. Anticipating that shootout in Atlanta, not just hoping. And in my opinion, probably the next wide receiver one. Like number one wide receiver by end of this year, moving into next year's draft. Allen Robinson, target monster. Arizona has not been spectacular. Should have a good game. Kelsey, I touched on the shootout that could be. Tevin Coleman, solid play without Devonta Freeman. 
team is just lights out top to bottom, and Jets D already went against Cleveland. Fortunately, not as productive as they had been. Did not get really much pressure on the quarterback. Four sacks. Did get a couple of fumbles out of Baker, however, and didn't turn it over. And ended up losing. Giving up that first loss in almost 600 days, going on almost two years, to Cleveland. Yikes. And then Butker, kicker for the KC, and probably a high-scoring game. So, very tight line. I did already have Brian down. Brian had himself down. And MJ, of course, taking himself. So, that concludes this week of the Bannercast. Again, I apologize for the technical difficulties that we had ran into leading up to the matchup previews. Looking forward to getting back at it next week. All water issues in our homes have been resolved, taken care of. Nothing major structurally damaged in case you were worried or concerned for our well-beings. We are okay. Thank you, everyone. Take care.